episode 148 of the Bridgeport Zone podcast. I'm Carlos Ortega. I'm going to talk more about this Lamont Daniels Amen. Give me an endorsement. Disappointing, but not disappointing, is Mr. Billy Doggett. to you by Aces Bail Bonds. Aces Bail Bonds serves the whole entire state of Connecticut for over 20 years. Go to 1125 North Avenue Bridgeport. Call 203-366-4817 or the toll-free number 866-777-BOND 866-777-2663 They have a website. Check that out too. It's acesbailbondct.com Now, as you all know, Lamont Daniels endorsed Joe Gannum for mayor. So, as I said in my live version, it's disappointing. And disappointing is more or less how people feel about Lamont Daniels. They'll use stronger words than I have. I have been kind to him. And I'm not going to back out from me saying he's disappointing. Because he is. He is an utter major disappointment. He was. He is. And for him to endorse the mayor after what he said on this podcast and many others, to me, is a disappointment. Now, I don't know what motivation, maybe money, maybe a promise, I am not sure. And at this point, I don't give a shit. Lamont Daniels disappointed a lot of people. And he disappointed his supporters. People who went out and got signatures for him to get on the ballot, which he failed at. Not his fault. It happens. He got on the uh, Democratic ballot. I think he got signatures for that, and that's fine. 
the disappointing thing for me, for me, just me, is that he went out, said that Mayor Ganim, and he's hearing it from people outside of the city, Mayor Ganim's presence as mayor, as far as getting businesses there to go in, they're hesitant, paraphrasing, because of the corruption in the city. So let me ask Lamont Daniels this question. I don't know if he has an answer for it. I really don't think he has an answer for this. When he was stuffing the absentee ballot boxes, the people below in the campaign on Mayor Joe Gannon's side, how did you think that was going to turn out? John Gomes took him to court. Court, I beg your pardon. And won. Marilyn Moore, four years before, took him to court. Didn't win. But then four years later, the State Elections Commission, the ESEEC, getting it right, referred that charges be bought to people in the Ganem campaign. So what's your answer to that? You're going to endorse the guy who effectively people underneath him cheated. What's your answer to that? I don't have an answer either. I don't know. I'm asking. What is your answer to that to the man who you endorsed for mayor? What's your answer? No answer at all. None. No answer at all. Which only leads me to say one thing. You have welcomed yourself to the world of Bridgeport corruption. That's what you have done. You have effectively said, amen, I'll give you my endorsement. That's what you did. You pretty much endorsed a man who not only you have said your words, you said when he talks to people in business who want to invest in Bridgeport, they are afraid of the corruption. So what changed? What changed from you doing podcasts and my podcast included interviews to then and now? What fucking changed? What changed? What in the holy fuck changed? And I don't want to hear you say I don't condone my language. No, well, I'm sorry. It's my podcast. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can say fuck, shit, bullshit, bastard, motherfucker, asshole. What changed? Tell me, what changed? What changed when you and the mayor had a talk? You had a serious, long talk when he was talking about or thinking about endorsing you. What changed? Did he have a change of heart? Did he make a promise? Because I don't think he made those promises to Marilyn Moore four years ago because I don't believe she endorsed him. I don't believe she did. John Gomes, he's still in the race. So what changed? What changed in your mind that says, I will endorse Mayor Ganim? Answer that question.
You haven't answered it yet. I don't know where you're at. I really don't care where you're at. Mark Lazarus popped in on my podcast when I went live Thursday. He didn't have the courage to come on and say, hey, what? A simple question. Why did Lamont Daniels endorse Joe Gannam? No response. Zero response. You all are either A, hiding in the corner in a fetal position, or you're just on mute. Because you, as I said, disappointed a lot of people. A lot of people are disappointed in you. A lot of people put their heart and soul into you. A lot of people went and voted for you. And you went and endorsed the mayor. And I'm going to say it again. I have nothing against the mayor. The only thing I have against the mayor is that he ran for governor two years into his first term. That threw me off. Threw me off the bandwagon. You don't do things without accomplishing anything. You can't. It's impossible. I can't do two things at once. He tried to juggle a campaign and run a city. Can't do that. He tried. He lost. And didn't even win the city of Bridgeport. So let's understand this. You endorsed a man, gave him a hug. By the way, for the record, like I said, I did not see it on News 12. On my live podcast, I did see the tape on News 12. My bad. Again, the question will be asked of you. What changed? What changed? What changed that you now say, hey, Mr. Mayor, I endorsed you. What changed? You know, it's simple to ask Simple to say, here's what the mayor said to me. If the mayor said something like, I'm a changed man. I'm changed. I have nobody in that campaign who is going to put the ballot box or stuff it with so many absentee ballots. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to run a legitimate campaign. If he told you that, then fine. You should have stayed neutral. Or you could have said, he's a Democrat. I got to support the Democrats. You don't necessarily have to do that either. I've seen Democrats not support Democrats on the state, local, national level. They don't support their own. They pretty much eat their own. Republicans do that all the time also. They stick with the team with the R on it, elephant, Democrat, donkey, then fine. But you don't necessarily have to do that. You don't necessarily have to be a team player. But somehow, some way, you became a team player. Now, as I said on my live podcast, I'm disappointed in him because he came on my podcast, came on, Genuine, a guy with a plan, a guy with something in place that we all could feel, touch, and be proud of. Now, he's another disappointment. Utter disappointment. 
I don't know any other word to describe Lamont Daniels. I don't. If he's getting it a little on the side, money-wise, a little promise here, a little promise there, then I'll have a problem with that too. But the one thing we all have to keep in mind, for you Lamont Daniels supporters, look at it. Where he's at. He's supporting Ganim. He said all this about Ganim. Now he's endorsing him. That's not a guy who wants anything to do with winning or getting rid of the mayor. Think about that for a moment when you go to the polls for the last time. 700 of you voted for Lamont Daniels. You 700 of them better choose your votes otherwise. Choose wisely. I'll have my comments on David Hers after this. You get arrested. You go to jail. You need to get bailed out. So who do you call? You call Aces Bail Bonds, 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport. Ask about the quick 24-7 response. Easy payment plans. Aces Bail Bonds takes all major credit cards. So call Aces Bail Bonds if you need to get out of jail. 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport. Or call 203-366-4817. Or the toll-free number number 866-777-BOND or 866-777-2663 or go to their website acesbailbondct.com If you're wondering what do I think of David Herr's comments that he made that I heard on the WICC morning show that again I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it. David Hers, the Republican nominee for mayor, is sounding like a guy who has already lost. Will somebody disagree with me? He's in the race, but he's endorsing Ganem, sort of. He said if there was going to be a Democratic mayor, it'll be Mayor Ganem. Are you waving the white flag? Are you conceding the race already? Granted, I know it's two other members, one of them the the incumbent, and you, the nominee by the Republican Party, and you have pretty much said, you know, if there's going to be a Democratic mayor for the city of Bridgeport, he'll be Joe Ganim. You can't have that attitude. You can't. You're going into this as a guy who has already lost. You shouldn't. You see all the breadcrumbs and so forth that have been put out there by the mayor's team. Why are you going about this as a guy who's already lost a race? Why? Why are you going about this like, you know, yeah, okay. I got some support. I got some people uh, who are willing to go out there and hitch my wagon towards them. So what could I do? What can I do? What will I be willing to do? Because in a race, and I'm sorry, you have to come with it. 
You got to bring it. You got to take it. And he's going about this like, oh, it's just another ho-hum. I'm not going to win. I don't have no Republican support. The Republicans who are supporting me, they may want to vote for the mayor also. Who knows? They may want to vote for John Gomes. Who knows? But vote for me? Why? Why would they vote for me? Why would they vote for a guy? They think I'm a MAGA Republican. MAGA this, MAGA that, blah, 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 blah. But if you have something on the table that you could offer, you could say, hey, look, I'm not like any of these guys. I'm not. I am seriously not like any of these guys. Then go out there and tell them. Show them what you are. Show them what you are. Don't go and say that you're going to lose this or if the mayor. I mean, come on. And I'm not saying this because I don't like the mayor. I have never said I didn't dislike the mayor. I would like people to run a campaign like they know what the fuck they're doing. Because nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. You want advice? I'll give you some advice. And this goes to your whole fucking party. Stop being like President Trump. That ain't flying anymore. Don't be like him. You didn't grow up to be like Donald Trump. So don't be like him. Don't be like any of these fucking Megan Republicans who the only thing they know how to do is, hey, take two week vacations on Capitol Hill. Hey, let's have an impeachment hearing on the Department of Homeland Security secretary. Hey, let's have a impeachment of the president because he did something, got paid as a vice president for something which has been repudiated by their own witness. Don't be like them. And I'm not going to tell you what you should be like. You're a Republican. Grow the fuck up. Have some balls. I mean, have some balls. You can grab them. If you can grab your balls, use them. Don't go around saying that you're going to lose. If you think you're going to lose, you're going to lose. But go on something that's called a flag. Go out on your shield. Don't go out saying you're going to lose because you know you're going to lose. If there's a Democrat out there, I'll support it. will be Mayor Gannon or something like that. No, you got into this race to be mayor, David Hers. Don't go into it saying, hey, I gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. Why not? I mean, why? Why go into this thinking that you're going to lose? Why go into it thinking that you will lose. Don't have that mentality. Go into it with a mindset of winning. Don't go into it with a horseshit attitude. Go in with an attitude of, I can win. But now nah, that's too much to ask for. That's too much to ask for from any politician these days. Republicans control the House of Representatives, and they take a two-week vacation, and they can't even get a bill for funding for the Ukraine. 
They would rather have impeachment hearings than actually legislating. But having time off is better than legislating. That's on a national level. In this state, they don't have that luxury. Because the Democrats, to their credit, would actually legislate. They would actually legislate and get things done. And try to get it done on a bipartisan basis. Can't do that here. In Bridgeport? Oh, fuck no. It's Democrats all the way. Democrats control the city council. They literally get no money for it. But they control the whole shebang. Maybe David Hers is afraid of, maybe if I win, possibly. It's a long shot, possibly, I could win. That the city council would have checks and balances on me. And then I'll be saying, you didn't have checks and balances on the mayor. Oh, but this is different. Sure it is. He's a Republican. This is where you got to put all this to the side. Say to yourself, I can win. I can beat this guy. The only thing is, and I, you know, little thinking, is that you got all this going on with the ballot stuffing scandal and it is not going to go away. It won't go away. And it's never going to go away until somebody does something about it. So what is one to do? I can see that. I can see that as a major problem. But the only way you can make that a problem is if you let it linger. So when he said that, if there was a Democrat, I would vote for be Mayor Ganim. It just showed me two things. A, he's willing to endorse Ganim, which I don't think it is. And B, he probably knows that he's going to lose. And in that vein, you have the wrong mentality. The wrong one. Can't have that. You go into this knowing you could win, wanting to win, you should win. You go out there and say, I'm going to do my best campaigning of my life. And then this, all this stuff happens. All this stuff as far as the ballot boxing is concerned or poaching or harvesting, as they said. And then you have a little hesitation to say anything or do anything. Instead, you should have been out there politicking. Now, seriously, I do not know if you are a MAGA Republican. I don't. If you are, that's going to be a, a, a little check on the people's side. Hey, MAGA Republican supports Trump. Why should I vote for this guy? Why should I vote for this guy who is an utter mega Republican? That's going to be tough to overcome. But here's the thing. You can overcome it if you go out there. A little too late for that because, hey, we got a general in two weeks. You go out there and you say to them, hey, 
I'm David Hurst. I am the Republican nominee for mayor of the city of Bridgeport. And I bet you people will listen to you. Because you know why? You're not Joe Gannum. You're not Joe Gannum. And when people see you and they hear what policies you're going to have to implant in Bridgeport, they will listen to you. Not all everything has to be MAGA. None. We're not a sanctuary city. I don't think Connecticut is a sanctuary state. So you could run on that. You could welcome the people who came from Ellis Island. So think about that for a moment. David Hers, the honorable David Hers, he's a lawyer. Just do yourself a favor by please going out there and saying to the people, here's what I'm all about. That's all you got to do. You should have done that right from get. Once you were nominee, go out there, shake the hand of the people. That's all. And you would have been fine. You would have been okay. But nobody listens to me. And why should they? Ace's bail bonds serves the whole entire state. Go to 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport, or call 203-366-4817 for all the details. If you live in Hartford, New Haven, or Waterbury, they're there for you. Ace's bail bonds, 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport. Call 203-366-4817 or toll free 866-777-BOND, 866-777-266. Three, go to their website, acesbailbondct.com. And my final thought is, now that the NFL season is over, Commissioner Roger Goodell has to really answer the question that many players are asking. Why are we playing on this field turf? He answered a lot of questions in his State of the Game address, mainly playing overseas, concussions, all other things, but he never addressed the players' very disdain thought of playing on field turf. Never bought up. He will tell you, hey, we're improving the field and so forth. Everybody should be on a playing even level field but don't tell that to the players they get injured on that field turf to me it's glorified astroturf they just phony it up a little getting a little particle here of some tires to put on the field and make it feel like it's field turf but it's not It's glorified AstroTurf. And he has not addressed that either. Now, the majority of stadiums that play in domes or closed stadiums where they have the roof open up when it's hot or getting cold or snowy or even rain, but they all use this field turf. It replaced AstroTurf which is the worst field to play on. 
But now, field turf is becoming astroturf, glorified, tough to play on. If you see the Jets in a Giants game at MedLife Stadium, that field is a piece of shit. But you're not going to hear the commissioner's office say, we're doing something about it. We're doing all we can to help the players out. But plain and simply, many players have said it. They want to play on grass. And the level of injury on grass is no different than any level of AstroTurf or field turf and so forth. But they want to play it. And they want to play on grass. They don't want to play on this field that's glorified AstroTurf. So what are you going to do about it, Commissioner Goodell? You're too busy making the owners money. I see that the Buffalo Bills, which is a $6 billion franchise, 5.8 to be exact, didn't even shell out money for their own stadium. Who paid for it? The state of New York. Rich owners should pay for their own stadiums. But for AstroTurf, hey, the players could deal with it. Yeah, we know it's a piece of shit. We're still working on it. But this could be something that not even you, Commissioner Goodell, realized to be a problem. For all the things, all the money you've made, you have turned this league, which Sunday is viewing pleasure day, along with Thursday and Monday, and an occasional Saturday, you have turned this into a possible labor issue. And I'm not going to make it a labor issue, because it is going to be a labor issue. Field turf is going to be your problem. And as much research you are doing to putting it on the people, the scientists, and so forth to make the playing conditions better in the National Football League. But as of now, the players want to play on grass. And I'm not talking about the grass they smoke. I'm talking about the grass that anybody in the world, they go to their parks, they go to their homes, they watch it grow, they mow the lawn, they maintain it. That's what they want to play on. And if you don't think this is going to be a labor issue, I'm not going to say you're sadly mistaken. It just may be. Because players want to play on grass. They've done it through high school. They've done it through college. They played on this field turf and they're doing it in the National Football League. And they don't want to do it anymore. They want to play on grass. And I totally disagree with Booger McFarlane on this. If you want two teams to share the same stadium, to share the same field, that's not going to fly anymore with the players. Today's players want to play on grass. You poll them. 
Garrett Wilson of the New York Jets says he wants to play on grass. The MetLife Stadium turf should change to grass. And I bet you a lot of New York Giant players feel the same way also. There's a reason why MetLife Stadium got awarded the finals to the FIFA World Cup. They were assured by FIFA that MetLife Stadium would turn to grass, not field turf. Field turf stinks. And I'm not a player. I, don't, I see this all the time from high school now. They're playing on field turf. Why? You don't want to pay for the maintenance cost? What does it take? You got to put tarp on the field and say, hey, we got it all covered up. Everything's all set. From high school on down to the pros or on up to the pros, they want to play on grass. They played on grass the majority of their life. And now they're playing on this field knowing knowing that they just may get hurt seriously. A lot of players have been hurt on field turf. Yeah, and they've been hurt on grass too. It happens, but not severely as field turf is. If you're so busy trying to find, figure out, I should say, what to make the kickoffs more exciting, how about giving them the ball on the 25-yard line and go from there? Instead of having these guys knock themselves around like a pinball machine. Episode 148 of the Bridgeport Zone Podcast. See you later.